Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. That's been all. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua, Gangsta Time Cole. It's called Partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? What up, everybody listening? Yeah. Also joining us is the disembodied voice of our producer. It is Edgelord, Big News Brian. Brian? He vanished. <laughs> uh... Well, I, I imagine he says uh, hello, dorks, nerds, whatever he calls us all the time. It's very offensive. Um, but yeah, we got a fun show for you guys today. Uh, so let's not waste any time. Let's get into plugs really fast. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? JD Cole underscore thirty seven. That's on Instagram and um, at NY Chillin with an E N, not I N G. That's on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian, are you back? All right, I'll do his plugs. Uh, you can find him at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. He's here. I know it. He's just being shy. Uh, follow him on that. Uh, or uh, check him out on twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, check him out. He plays video games in a very fun way. Uh, so, yeah, do that. Uh, you can... Uh, check out the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram follow us on twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll and we do have the results for that this week uh so you know uh come on every sunday around when the manga chapter comes out on the viz official release and we will put out the poll then you can vote for your favorite series um you can also hit us up on at new jump city pod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything you guys want to talk to us about we'll talk to you about uh, or you can comment on whatever video you're watching, uh, whether it's the full version or the little uh, highlight breakouts we make for every series. So check us out. Comment below. And while you're at it, give us a subscribe. Share the video. Give us a like. That would be very appreciated. And um, I guess that's it. Um, without further ado, we can get the show started, I suppose. Uh, blank! My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, chapter... Whoa. 337, A Disposable Life. Um, a disposable life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty intense for, uh, for a chapter title. Um, last we left off with My Hero Academia, uh, it was revealed that Yuga is the traitor behind... Uh, everything that's been going on with uh, UA since uh, since the beginning. He's been uh, all for one's mole on the inside. And um, Midoriya and Hagakure are uh, linking up to confront him. Uh, Yuga is also um, joined by his parents uh, who w- met up with him to kind of discuss the particulars of uh, Aoyama not wanting to work for all for one anymore and just trying to explain to him that that, we, that they have to because all for one will kill them. Uh, so, you know, they, they just got caught and the parents immediately just carry him away and try to run for it. Um, of course, uh, Midoriya and Hagakure give chase uh, and we get a little bit more of a uh, backstory with Aoyama um, talking about how it wasn't just him who was just like scared of being different his parents who both came from wealthy and privileged families 
uh, and never really wanted for anything in their own upbringing were just afraid to come off as less than because Aoyama didn't have a quirk. Uh, I think it's unclear whether they had quirks or not, and Aoyama is just kind of like an outset, a lot like Midoriya. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, that's actually something I definitely didn't think about. Because I assume, I just kind of assume they did, and which is why they made such a big deal about yeah. him not having a quirk. But I, I, I think either way, maybe like that was something they didn't have to worry too much about because they grew up with a lot of, you know, money anyway. Yeah. But maybe they're living a more humble lifestyle than from their respective parents' upbringing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'm going to just go with that they had. No, yeah. I, I, I think it, it doesn't really matter either way. Um, I just think it's an interesting thing to think about. But um, apparently, you know, after after hearing that there's some guy out there who can give people quirks, uh, they pretty much go to him. And ever since then, Aoyama's like quirk was very was a poor fit for his body, so he was suffering a right. lot. Uh, somehow, like his parents got him this uh, the tool, the tool that he uses to shoot uh, the laser out of his belly button. And um, you know, Aoyama was just like so happy to not have to worry about being different, about having a quirk, about fitting in. Um, and at some point, he wanted to kind of like pay them back for everything that they'd done for him. Um, but then as time goes, you see like all the th- the price he's basically had to pay for getting this power, which is just kind of like selling out his friends at every turn. Uh, we see him. Uh, I don't know where the scene is. I guess like maybe it's the scene where, um, you know, the big battle in um, in in the city. I don't know if this is the war effort where he's behind that pillar or whatever. Um, there's also him at uh, the training camp where he was hiding from Dobby and and uh, and twice. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. I think um, when he had the case, I think that was when they was at the, yeah, the, the training site. Yeah, yeah. Like you mentioned. Yeah, where he was hiding in the bush. That was definitely the training camp thing. I oh, was... no, no. Prior to that, when you said in the destroyed buildings, I think that was actually the uh, one of the training zones. Remember when they went to that off-site campus? Oh, the USJ where uh, mm-hmm. where Midoriya first came. Uh, where uh, yeah, Shigaraki yeah. first. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, that led me to believe that it was seven, thirteen. How about that? <laughs> Get it together. Same shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we thought it was the mouse. I, I, I was close. It was you know thirteen, the unlucky number. Seven is lucky. I was. Hey, you got it. You were close. No, I didn't. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Hey, I'll give you the credit. Partial credit. <laughs> uh, so apparently, um, we get this little uh moment. You know, we we get what uh, All for One is telling him through each one of these moments, uh, informing where your class is going to be isolated. Tell me the location of your training camp. And now the most recent, I guess, order is that now that Izuku Midori has returned to UA, lure him somewhere alone. Um, oh, before you even move forward, let me tell you, between <laughs> what was said in that last bubble and what's about to happen on the next couple pages, I freaked the fuck out until I realized it wasn't the case. Let's move on. I just wanted to freak. I yeah. wanted to get that out first. Okay. <laughs> and I'll break it down. Okay. Um. So he basically, uh, Aoyama says that uh, 
you know, as he proclaims that as uh, that note he left, the when he learned that, like me, you were born quirkless, my I fell into despair. And he immediately just like blasts a laser out of his belly button, uh, tries to attack Midoriya. Midoriya uses his one for all to do something. But uh, luckily, Hagakure is there and she uses her quirk, which is uh, her ability to reflect, refract light. Uh, you know, lasers from his belly button is still light. So... I, uh, and it, this has been done before. We've seen this before off of Hagakure that her ability has to do with refracting light and, and reflecting yeah. it. And it is the, I guess, the source of her uh, invisibility. Um, and uh, when she blocks the attack, she says that we could have been killed time after time. And now all now that all the Japan is totally messed up, what was going through your head this whole time? And she's just like really hammering in the questions to like, what the fuck were you thinking this entire time? Uh, and then Midoriya steps in, uses his black whip, captures all three of the traitors. And uh, he, Midoriya is just like, listen now, Yama, Hagakure just did you a favor. She doesn't want anyone else getting hurt. Okay. And um, he tells him to just stop and let this be over as Midoriya is just like weeping over him. Um, obviously hurt. All right. All right. I thought because of that bubble saying to lure him outside mm. where he won't, you know what I'm saying? I realized, oh shit, they're in the forest pretty much alone. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then he shot his laser and it hit Agakura and I was like, oh my God, is he like, is he like, Aurahan is a traitor too, because she was supposed to like. Oh yeah, yeah she yeah, remember yeah. she was out in the woods and ran into. You know, I, my mind went crazy, and then literally on the next page, I was like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> no, no, no. I actually, that's like a good point. I didn't think of that, but I was like, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have hated it if that happened. If she was, what if she's still playing like the act where she's just like, "Damn, the cover's blown anyway. I might as well like do finish this solo dolo." I doubt it though. I, I think Aoyama might be the only traitor for now, at least. Um, Hagakure is too much of a red herring now, and I don't trust it. Uh, but right, she didn't go out of his way yeah. to like uh, to out him. You know what I'm saying? That didn't make any sense the way it's set up. Yeah, but for her to get him up and yeah, I, I let my imagination get him. No, I mean, hey, it's it's all right. <laughs> it's not a, it's not unfeasible. I don't think so. Um. So we cut to inside UA. Uh, the uh, Ayama and his parents are bound to chairs, uh, and All, All Might, uh, the principal, uh, present Mike, Ectoplasm, and the cop guy are just kind of like debriefing the situation. Uh, principal Nezumi asks the children to leave, and they're like, "No." And he rolls up his sleeves. Huh. Like kids, I'm gonna need you guys. Is he rolling up his sleeves? He's not rolling up his sleeves. No, he's not. I'm making that up. Hey, that's I, in my mind, that's how he said that. Like, yeah, especially kids get out of here because it's about to get me. You want to know why he's telling them Real to Greek. leave the room? Because <laughs> he's the traitor Dude, and he's trying to help them. I'll be honest. I thought the same thing. It's like, why is he telling them to leave? <laughs> but they believe the adults. What's he going to set it on them? Hmm. Are they all traitors? Damn. Hmm. All the no, but I guess he just asked the kids only to leave. It would have been weird if he's told everybody in the room to leave. He's like, don't worry. I, the principal, got this, but I doubt it. That <laughs> Yo, maybe ectoplasm is a Oh, my God. 
Is he so lame? Is he? He's Maybe not he's lame. Because he's being a hero. Ectoplasm? He's all right. He's not the greatest. He's cool. He's a poor man's Dobby. Ectoplasm? How? He makes clones of himself that do nothing but get beat up. How's he? That, how does that make him Dobby? Dobby makes the hottest fire imaginable. Oh, I'm not Dobby. Twice. Oh, old man's. Uh, poor man's twice. Mm. Poor man's twice. Mm. <laughs> oh, speaking of. Mm. Yeah. Well, not not in the country. Anyway. So yeah, the family's tied up. Yeah, That's they're just crazy. like, what's going on, Aoyama? What were you planning if Agakure never got caught? And um, Right. You know, what was you about to do, bro? Yeah, what was going on, bro? Uh, Aoyama <laughs> doesn't say nothing. Aoyama doesn't, Aoyama doesn't sing, but his dad sure does. Uh, oh. His dad is like, I know. He's the solid, but his dad, he's a bitch. <laughs> he said, he'll kill us. He'll kill us if we know nothing. If we, if we, if we don't do anything. Uh, and he says, he'll kill you now. And he apparently, all for one, murdered somebody in front of them to, like, give an example. Uh, it was some lackey who surrendered to the police. And they were killed <laughs> as soon as they were leaving the prison. That was crazy. All Might takes care of his business. Uh, not All Might. All for One takes care of his business. He sure does. <laughs> you got to give it to him. Um, yeah, so basically uh, everybody's like, he had no way to know what happened. Um, and Aoyama starts to talk now where he's just like, your deaths could have been very well on my head. And yet I found myself smiling alongside you all as if we were friends. Because um, you see. Yeah, fake ass. Uh, and he basically says that, like, once he learned that uh, Midoriya was quirkless, uh, he just, like, started to feel this crushing guilt because he he was quirkless. His parents, I guess, assumingly, were afraid of him being quirkless. Uh, and they didn't take the hard way out. They basically took the easy way and just had all for one. Made a deal with the devil, essentially, just to fit in while... Um, Midoriya, a quirkless boy, is now standing up to all for one. Uh, the exact opposite of what his family did, essentially. Um, so he's just like, I'm rotten to the core. I, Yuga Aoyama, am a villain through and through. Uh, and that's when uh, Deku is just like, then why did you try to save Bakugo and Tokoyami in the forest? And we cut back to when he lasered off his face that one time. Uh, uh, yeah, and then he's we uh, are reminded of the message uh, that he made in cheese pieces. Um, why why did you do this? Like even though that you know you were following his orders, all of these were like cries for help. Um, and he starts to think about Lady Nagant, who is in a similar situation to uh, Aoyama, where she was a good person, but she was just manipulated by him. And she didn't, at, at the end of the day, she didn't give up everything to All for One. Um, so, you know, it's not too late for Aoyama. Take my hand. You can be a hero. And that's where the chapter ends. Hugo um, was like, I see. Mm, mm, I see. I don't know. I think it seems like he's like being something positive here. But I, in my head canon, right? Like, same with the mouse guy, with the mouse principal. I think he's like, yeah, 
Deku is a grade A chunk. <laughs> Ayama's the snake that needs to be cut. <laughs> no. Bakugo says you know that. He's learning says so like, yeah, I see like what it really means to be a hero. <laughs> Smoke this nigga right now. <laughs> no, I've heard no. enough. No, uh, Bakugo says that I get it now, you know. So I think what they're going to do is try to make Aoyama into a double agent. Uh, so that's interesting enough. That's where the chapter ends, by the way. Uh, they trying to get him squeezed. <laughs> that's the chapter. You think he's going to be smooth enough to get around all for one? Who knows? I mean, we don't His know their plan. His name is all for one, and he makes plans. For the, you know, they had a death battle between Madara and, and Aizen. Oh, what they even... really should have did was Aizen versus All for One, since yeah. both of these are planning ass motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he would have a plan for if Aoyama betrayed him. I, I think All for One would be smart enough for that. I mean, Madara did scheme for mad long. I'll give it to him. Yeah, but not on the level of Aizen, where Aizen was like, I planned the main character's birth. That was me. <laughs> I planned for you to be born, Ichigo. I'm your daddy, metaphorically. Yeah. <laughs> he may not be the greatest combat specialist, but goddamn, he will just still wreck your world. Yeah, without um, even touching you. Okay, well, so anyway. lots of lots to unpack here. Um, I know you guys have a lot of thoughts coming into this. Uh, I don't know which one of you guys want to go first. Oh, I know Brian has so many thoughts, and he can't <laughs> wait to share them. Brian, let it let it rip, Beyblade, let it rip. Okay, so um. I think this chapter is another red herring. I think this chapter I think this chapter <laughs> is setting up who the real traitor is. I think Aoyama is a real traitor. He seems to be He a is a he is a real traitor, but I highly doubt that that he is working alone in you. Oh yeah. I mean, you And know, that's what they're working towards is that once Aoyama has the confidence to like speak and to to actually like say how he communicates with All for One and stuff like that. I feel like you know if All for One has contingency plans, he's gonna have he's gonna have more than one mole in 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 UA. No, that makes sense. Plus, he says friends. He does not say friend. He says friends. We said that last he, week, Brian. Josh yeah, and he that. says that several times. He could just he be referring to Aoyama that. and his parents, but I doubt it. No, um, I, I feel like there's more to it. We know who it is. Kamino, we... And he's going to have an epic fight with Bakugo. And Bakugo is not going to be able to deal with him that easy because he's smart. And he's going to be able to chess matches and get mad. Watch, I'm telling you. All of this is on. Yeah. I don't know. Well, obviously... It's a very much a possibility that all for one could have multiple, uh, multiple moles in in UA. Um, but Aoyama is such a wet noodle. I mean, the grip, the, the fear of death is strong, sure. But they could have got caught up. You know what I'm saying against his own will, just like now, at any point. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Pre like prior to this. Yeah, because of, because of the mistake they made on their end, because they're not professional fucking villains. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's how I, that that kind of leads back to what what I said a few chapters ago, where you know, Alpha is not the type to just put all his eggs in one basket, and something like a mole within UA or having an informant in UA 
is a huge deal. Especially, you know, like he said, oh, I heard all from one was going to be uh, joining the school. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. one more thing. Um, it is, they made it a point to show that, um, that Aoyama doesn't have the quirk explosion in him, like the shit that, that, um, that All for One did. So this happened before he had that quirk, I think. You think? You think so that that means, the It means that he has that, to have, uh, like, another contingency. The, the explosion thing that he gave Nagant. Um, I don't know. No, I know. I don't know if that's a uh, maybe. No, that, I'm saying why? Why doesn't he have it in him? What does that mean? Well, and here, I wanted to drop too. Here's the thing. I uh, think uh, may, maybe. What he does do- that mean? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, yeah. I I think um, he may have it. Who knows? Because uh, all for one, let Nagant go for a little bit before he did the explosion on her. But I doubt he'll do it to Aoyama. If he maybe I don't know. I don't know. So, so you knows? you are on the side of this of this debate. You're on the side that believes that he is simply deciding not to do it. Maybe. Who's to say? Yes, yeah. he, he has the explosion thingy in him. <laughs> Here's the thing: all for one could do whatever he wants because it's established he's a mastermind chess master. Uh, so it has been established already. So he it, did defeat a person that can do anything they want, essentially, with a mild limit. Yeah, a vague limit, very vague limitations. Just like two, you can only you can only apply two law, lost to two things, which is a pretty super nerf. Power cap, yeah, but you can get around that if you're creative enough, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, but to finish my thoughts, I do think. That this is going to be the arc that begins everybody splitting up. Um, splitting up? Everybody, I I think everybody's going to start splitting up now to handle their tasks. Like Todoroki and uh, and um, Endeavor are going to split up to go take care of Dabi. Right. Um, Deku is going to take Aoyama and he's going to go deal with All for One. He's going to, they're going to pull up to headquarters? <laughs> Without <They're>, easy, <laughs> at least they're gonna they're gonna use Aoyama as a as like a informant, like yeah, as a way agent. to figure out how like what the function what what it's like, how to kind of understand how he functions. I think he, he's the only way he's the only way for them to know how he works and like how to communicate with him. You know? Well, yeah, but like Brian, let me ask you something. Do you think he's gonna survive? Of a ten-minute conversation with all for one. I'll do this. I'll say this. Uh, it's also like how close. He didn't answer yet either. I'll say this. I don't think Aoyama is even that close because all of his communication has never been really with all for one in person. So he's not in the inner circle enough to just like pull up to headquarters. Probably there's going to be a lot but of he, contingency. He could draw them in and say, "I have some information." Maybe. Who's gonna? He. They were probably. Oh, one pull up to him and be like, "Yes, yeah. tell me, young Al Young. <laughs> yes, I'll come out of my hidey hole and talk to you, young boy, <laughs> who's just kind of out there, and I don't really consider anything important, really, in the grand scheme of things." Uh, At a disclosed location, only known to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, all I'm saying is, all for one doesn't know if if there's not another traitor. All for one doesn't know that. 
um, the plan failed and that they can't get Deku isolated. So they could right. use Deku as a pawn in this instance to try to lure out uh, um, a counterattack, you know? Mm. Yeah, and, I mean, they, and they made a point to say that Ragdoll's quirk isn't in play anymore. So that means they can't really sniff yeah, out people thanks. around them. He doesn't have search. So that's good. Thank goodness. That was her quirk? Yeah, search is, you know, she could find anybody, basically. Or I guess like anybody I she's met. No, that's the other one. There's three of them, plus the guy. There's the Earth Lady, the Earthbender, there's the Telepathy Lady, and there's uh, Ragdoll, who had Search. All for One took wow. Ragdoll at one point. Um, it was during the... Wasn't yeah, it during the training? I remember he took... I thought he took the... the, the, the um, telepathy. Girl. The mind. No. The, yeah, the telepathy. No. What do you call that? That's telepathy, right? To be able yeah, to speak to, be to, able to, speak to mind. people. That's telepathy, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Uh, real quick, my thoughts. I think I like this chapter a lot more than the last one. Uh, I, uh, I, here's the thing. I feel like this chapter should have probably been the last chapter, I felt. I don't, uh, maybe this could have been done in the last chapter as well, and it could have closed off when uh, Midoriya just stopped everyone. And was uh, because we got the same information that we got in the last yeah. chapter, and it was just more exciting and more visual. Um, it's it's more you know through flashback narration, you know, actual physical examples of him telling people telling all for one where they are. Uh, it's it's relaying the same information in a better way than last week, I think. So last chapter was what fifteen pages. Yeah, last chapter was really short. So oh, I don't one piece. Yeah, like this could have been one this he, I think he could have condensed this into one chapter, but here I go complaining about it not you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And well, not condensing something when that's all I complain about usually that he And that's the only reason I say it. Stuff. But it's different. I think that's the only reason I say because if you chop off the them explaining stuff to each other in the forest and replace it with this right here, same exact information. But it is more catered towards a visual medium, and it really just like mm-hmm. maximizes the drama, the the, the dramatic tension, uh, has some actual like physical battle, uh, you know, like it's more yeah. of a visceral thing. We get a little moment from Hagakure, um, and it doesn't. It this battle doesn't need to be a drawn out battle at all. So I'm actually cool with what happened here. Uh, I thought it was cool enough, you know. Uh, yeah they basically repeated what the parents were saying out loud exactly that's exactly what what i'm saying is like this could have been last chapter like just cut out the just like paragraph bubbles of them just talking to each other and explaining this stuff to each other because it's not natural because everybody in that circle knows this information and they're just relaying it to each other for our sake the audience and this is a little better because it's an internal monologue where we're in the mind of Aoyama kind of expressing himself and where he's at in his head. That makes more sense to me than last chapter. I had no, I have no issue with Aoyama being the traitor. I don't think it's a bad twist. It was just like an execution thing for me. But this is a lot better. I appreciate this more than last chapter. Um, And I'm glad we got it in some fashion or another because I could just like pretend the last chapter didn't happen and this is the way we found out like all the information we needed to know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all, that's all. I'm ready, I'm ready to see what's going, what happens next. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All the drama shit. Oh, God, hey, I'm a win. <laughs> All right, well, what are we going to do now? Yeah, I mean, it is, it is but, not bro, helped. Bro, you ride it, or we're putting you in prison. It is, <laughs> it is not helped by the fact that it doesn't really matter who the traitor was because a lot of the support, it could have been anybody in the lower supporting cast. You know, like Aoyama out of, like, say, Shoji or, uh, or Mineta or, or, the tail guy, he's like yeah. I guess the highest ranked of those like bottom supporting cast. You saying he was in the in the, in the sense that he is, he is now in the sense of like all of them getting their kind of like shine and backstory told and and stuff like that. I, we know more about Aoyama than we do about say Shoji or even Mineta at this point. Like we know right, aside from the fact that he's a perv. Yeah, you know uh, the tail guy. Hagakure, we know it could have been any one of them, and it's also partly because the, the, the spy only gets brought up every other arc or so. It wasn't like a massive mystery that was prevailing in the story, so that's why, yeah. like, I guess it doesn't hit as hard. That's why, like, it's like the oh, oh Ayama <laughs> type of thing, because it's like, all right, I guess it was Ayama. <laughs> Feels like it was just given, you know. Yeah, it could have any without too much build up. Yeah, it was on our mind, sure, but there, yeah, we always talk about like, it. I don't know. I hesitate sometimes because I feel like you know, let's see how he responds. But I don't know, man. I, well, we always talk confident. About it. I'm not all the way confident that you know he's going to prove that this drop was justified. It was done with with purpose in the context of the story in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like. This maybe was done on a whim. Who I know. Well, I'm not writing this story. Um, no, I see the narrative significance of Aoyama and why he's the traitor, and you know, I, I, like I said before, why he's kind of like just another mirror to what Deku is, uh, like Shigaraki is and Bakugo to a degree. Um, you know, I, I get what he's going for, and that's why I'm like, this is this is not a bad twist at all, and I like. I like Aoyama's backstory when it's like pushed up against Midoriya's and the contrast that's trying to be built there. Um, there's just like weird execution things, and I'm not gonna get into it because I got into it last week. But I just do want to praise this chapter. I thought this was a pretty good one. Uh, I'll give this one my RGC, honestly. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Which is a little rough for me because I actually, going into this podcast, I didn't really know what my feelings were on this chapter, even though I've read it a couple times over. Um, but I guess looking, letting go and just judging it on its own, uh, like the true unbiased king. I, uh, I had to make a gut RGC uh, call this week. It's not calling my hero, though. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know if uh, Brian's back yet, but <laughs> I don't think uh, he didn't say it was his RGC. So RGC as well. Damn it! <laughs> certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. All right, I guess Brian's. Deku, uh, a little surprise from you, Chris. To be honest, Deku, Deku's uh, Deku's speech pulled me over. Honestly, I'll say it's that- very, it's very, um, it's very one for all of Deku to say that kind of speech. You know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I gave it my RGC if only to, I guess, solidify what I was saying before versus what I said last week. 
And um, it's like, that's not how you do it. But this chapter is how you do it. And this should have been last week. Uh, um, The fact that last week, there's not much change from this week to last week. And I kind of was already okay with last week. I wasn't as perturbed by it. Yeah. But, Believe it or not, as you, because I was really like looking towards the like thinking ahead towards the future. But getting something, you know, getting this stuff to kind of like melt me over mm-hmm. wasn't disappointed, but it definitely wasn't. It didn't build any hype. It kind of just, like you said, it was like a lateral move. Right? You know, yeah. when the quarterback throws it to the wide receiver and they it's just make flat. it to the line of scrimmage, it's just like, yeah, all right, well, we, we didn't lose yards, I guess. Well, that's what that, that's the real knock on this chapter. If there is one, it's that you know, this is last chapter. Half of this chapter was last chapter. But well, I don't want to go in circles about that again. Yeah, neither do I. Um, but I think that's it, right? We can we should move on, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready? Let's go. Jujutsu Kaisen. Blah. <laughs> this is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter one hundred and sixty-eight. Uh, Tokyo Colony, Tokyo Number One Colony Part Eight. Um, last we left off, uh, Megumi was getting it in, fighting with Reggie and a couple sure other soldiers at the same time. Uh, and then all of a sudden, an eyeballs just like fell from the sky and actually blew up. That's exactly what it did. <laughs> um, this eyeball just exploded, and we see on the roof there's this sorcerer who has the grossest jujutsu ability. I've seen, I th- I can, in my memory of Jujutsu Kaisen so far, it looks like he could just like pull off parts of his body and he gambits them and then they explode. Uh, yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, he's, he's like, it's like he charges them with that, with spiritual, with, with, with energy, whatever, you know, whatever their fucking chakra is. Jujutsu. Uh, shit, cursed energy? Jujutsu energy. Cursed energy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we went through such a rigmarole. Cursed energy, jeez. Well, you know. Don't smoke weed, guys. Uh, <laughs> your memory will be shot like mine. Uh, what was mine? I forgot what I was even talking about, bro. He, he charges up the thing with his jujutsu. Uh, damn it, I almost went. It's a cursed energy. God damn it, what are we doing? <laughs> yes. I made a mistake. because I First of all, I'm scrambling because I, I downloaded the wrong uh, chapter. So oh, you got the got bonus it. one? I had it slow AF. Did you get the bonus one? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even read it yet. Oh, yeah, he, he charges his, whatever body part he has, he charges it with, like, I guess, uh, cursed energy, kinetic energy that, that, yeah, that blows up. Yeah. AKA gambit stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But- Took all that time to explain that simple shit. But does this stuff grow back? Is his eyeball going to grow Yo, back? Yo, that's the question, man. Is that I- a part of his curse? I guess it would have too? to, right? Because he does it with such confidence. It has to grow back, yeah? Like, what is that? Like, he started with his eyeball. And he pulls out his teeth. This fucked me up. Right. Maybe it's, like, just the easiest stuff. And it'll just regenerate. Ooh, the easiest stuff to take out without as much pain compared to everything else. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it freaked me the fuck out when, like, they show him, like, cracking his teeth off. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, you see the blood come out of his That's mouth. That's vicious, his whole dude. eyeball's missing. Jujutsu Kaisen. Whoa, this guy's crazy, crazy. <laughs> dude. This series is wild sometimes. So Megumi survived the initial explosion. Uh, Rami tries to do something with her scorpion hair, um, but Megumi, which is not an aircraft, 
No, not an aircraft. <laughs> Stops that immediately. Um, and he just like drops it to the ground. Gambit teeth uh, pulls up and is like, bow, bow. He throws his teeth. Um, we see two like receipts. Yeah, we see two receipts fly out of the smoke and they turn into gasoline. Uh, and I, I think this guy's jujitsu power is that whatever he bought with that receipt, he can transform his receipt into what he bought with that. So what? S- s- this is my How the guess. Fuck did you know? what? This is my guess. So what's s- the other context? Am I see this something? receipt? You know how it turns into gasoline? What if it's a receipt from a gas station? You bought Ooh. gas. I'm very smart. Regular gas? Yeah, gasoline. He said it's gasoline. Remember? Like, you see these uh, receipts turn into liquid and follow him, And he says gasoline. Wait, what? <laughs> no, I said it was a Kevin Hart reference. Oh. Regular gas. The regular. It's like you know how I knew you cheated. He was like, "Cause you, I found a receipt for regular gas in your car. <laughs> you don't ever put regular gas in your car." Damn, which like, special is that? Whole, so it's regular, then it's the medium one, and it's petroleum. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, different quality gas. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah. So he threw the regular gas at him. Yeah, he threw the regular gas at him. Teeth man is just like tossing. Uh, his teeth and they explode as well Uh, a more violent explosion I think this his eye is back I just noticed it oh it came back yo they do come back that's a pretty that's a pretty cool power I wouldn't want it because I'd have to break my teeth but (laughs) for a drawing to have it's a pretty cool power is that that's a pretty metal ability It rip my teeth out. It blows up. Um, okay, so Megami manages to save, uh, rescue himself and Remy from the explosion, uh, holding a door back. He's just like, "Do you understand now? They'll never protect you." Um, and he just like tries to get her to leave, and then she just stabs him with her scorpion hair, and he's like, "You need to stop." <laughs> That's Megami's reaction. Stop fucking playing with me right now. Um, and, and then she turns fucking Brutal yo- Yokai <laughs> She was full demon <laughs> She turns into a yokai <laughs> <laughs> And she goes Say you'll protect me And that you like me <laughs> Ew She's a cursed spirit <laughs> <laughs> Dude it's rough She looks like one of the blood womb children <laughs> <laughs> right, like, the curse wound. She should have been yeah. on that couch with these niggas in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, the, Where are you at? I'm, I'm on uh, the her ugly face where she's just like, "Say you'll protect me." Uh, and uh, Megumi just looks at her, is like, "So you're like that, huh? Trash. Who cares more about words than deeds?" And I'm like, "Damn, Megumi." <laughs> Now, he gets interrupted, but I really wanted to believe that after he finishes his statement, she would have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly who I am. I am that trash. With, with the same face. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> with an H at the end. Yes. She's <laughs> 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 yeah. transforming. Yeah, it's gross. She turns into a real school. You know, thing. they talk weird. And they're like, protect me. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, a kind of spirit, bro. 
that's it. Was this okay? So the guy who pulls up behind him, was he the guy that he slammed, he choke slammed into the ground with Nue in the last chapter? Bro, I, have no idea. I I didn't hear you there. Worth it. I have no idea. I gotta check it. Oh yeah. Well, check it if you want. Uh, but uh, anyway, so this guy pulls up and he's like, "You're not you're not bad back there, but you're in rough shape." And they're <laughs> about to fight. I guess um, Megumi is like just thinking. Four on one. Oh wait, he, oh, he is sure the guy. Is. He's the guy. He is the guy that got slammed. He talks about how like it wasn't easy clambering up back here, and and making me tell him that he should have taken the stairs, moron. <laughs> Dude, how could you not like Megumi? He's awesome. <laughs> he should have taken the fucking stairs, idiot. I'm not gonna lie, he didn't like show out in this in this fight at all, at all. But like, what are you talking about? He I didn't hate him. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't feel like he was lame in this comic. I'm not gonna lie. Yo, okay, so he's cool. As He's Meg- cool. I just, I just want to see more out of him. As Megumi, like, hmm, should I use my special technique? I don't know. It's not ready yet. Whatever, nigga. <laughs> you're a prodigal. You're the prodigal. He's not the prodigal son. Yes, he is. He's not a, really. The, the, um, he, he <clears throat> Megumi actually is the prodigal son. Oh yeah, you're right. I guess to a degree. <laughs> I just He's just the prodigal son character. Bro, his dad had heavenly restriction while. He was in the nutsack of a man with heavenly restriction. <laughs> that is true. He was in the nutsack of a man with heavenly restriction. <laughs> I forgot. Um, while Megumi is like thinking about what to do, he gets uh, a fucking uh, announcement by Kogane. They all do. Uh, and it announces the new rule that uh, Itadori got from Higuruma. And man, when he hears that, Megumi just smiles and just immediately does that- this exaggerated kick towards this old guy and then he uses max elephant to just push him out the fucking window again um this guy again is just like not having good luck with balconies um he's just like damn he's taking off again and then all of a sudden megami just lands on him takes the hilt of his blade and just bashes his fucking face in like in Pan's labyrinth just like he caves this dude's face in as they land on the ground. So it was crazy. Yeah, Megumi is a fucking beast. And then he, I guess, throwing knives his blade at him or stabs him in the head. This guy's dead. He stab. He kills this guy. And uh, after killing whoever this dude is, he starts thinking. He's like, "What am I doing? Well, we'll need more points in the future. But there's no longer need for Samiki to participate in the killing. Don't lose your head. Trust in the others. You don't need these guys' points." All you need to do is wave away any sparks that fly your way. And it's an, and Kogane announces that Megumi won five points by killing this guy. Um, pretty pretty rad. <laughs> and then Reggie comes down weird like with a parrot with like a umbrella, just like whoop, 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 like Mary Poppins. It's weird. <laughs> he comes down. Like, yeah, he's got, he's got a very eccentric crew. Yeah, his crew is weird. He's got the airplane guy. Right, he's got <laughs> he's got the helicopter dude, oh airplane lady, helicopter dude, teeth explodey man, teeth explodey man. Yeah, it's really funny. Reggie comes down like sheesh, killed before even using his curse technique. <laughs> Appalling. <Right. laughs> he didn't even get to use his, his skill. Yeah, no, he's mad. Yeah. Um. So he's like, so Megami is just thinking to himself like shit. Did Remy leave the fight? Even if she did, it's still two on one. 
and I'm feeling that first explosion, so I can't really fu- I can't really flee. Maybe I should use my don- domain, which I can't use because last time I used it, it almost died. So, you know, not good. This guy spits his teeth out at him, <laughs> not even giving him really a chance to think. And then before Megumi could get clapped by this explosion, this guy just comes in and tanks it to the face. Uh, and everybody's yeah. like, what? And this new character is like, two against one? That doesn't seem fair. There's a word for people like you. Yeah, that's right. Cowards. And cowardly attacks don't work. See? Zero damage as he's bleeding from his head. And Megumi's in the background. What? I remember this guy. You do? Yeah. Uh, Way back, like right before the Cullen game began, remember there was a comedian? There's the guy who had like the signs. He was doing comedy. And then tell like the guy backstage told him that he was a bad comic. Oh, I think this is him. Holy shit! I mean, who else would it be, right? I forgot all about that guy. Honestly, it only hit me like wow. today. I was thinking about it today. I was like, "Who's that guy?" I feel like we may have seen him before, and then I just like it kind of snapped to me. Because this guy well, comes know- in with a funny like entrance. He was a comedian, yeah. th- and his like s- costume is weird. Is <laughs> like funny. Yeah, right. I mean, even the, the half part of him is laughing. Yeah, um, I, th- I, th- I think it's spot on. Look at his belt too. Yeah, he has zero points. By the way, his name is Fumihiko Takaba. Right, and that's where the chapter mm-hmm. ends. I'm sure the zero points is due to the nature of his first uh, ability. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't it's wait to see defensive. I cannot wait to see this guy's cursed technique. It's gotta be so weird. Um what if he's a fucking right. monster, dude? And he just like he just got lucky in not killing anybody, but he's a fucking beast. <laughs> that would be really dope. Or maybe his kills don't count. Maybe they're only like inadvertent or something like that. Oh, so imagine. they don't count for points for him. I oh, don't know. Imagine he just accidentally kills people through slapstick. Like he causes people to slip on a banana and die. <laughs> right. And because it was an indirect kill, kind of like with Undead Unluck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no points. Yeah. So they hit you with a pie so hard that it caves your nose bone in. It's crazy. Dude, when you, when you mentioned that earlier about Pan's Labyrinth, I'm not gonna lie, for like three minutes when you was talking, I was just thinking about that scene when he watches his son die. Get killed, yo. He what did he what did he say? Sorry guys, for everyone that's listening. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch Pan's Labyrinth. This happens really early. But like, yo, the the dude says like my father's not a liar or something like that, right? He he says something. He doesn't say he's not disrespectful, but he's just like, yo, like, you know, like if my dad said something that that he's telling the truth. You know, yeah, bro. The general did not like that. He just kept beating his fucking face, exactly and he was like, "You're killing him. He's dead." And then they shot him in that. I was just like, "Yo, bro, he was a farmer." Yeah, but nigga, he was helping you out. You just mad? <laughs> Why are you just? He was crazy. Yeah, that's what I was referencing here. When Megumi was just like bashing oh, yeah. this dude in with a hilt. Oh, he did him great. He killed him. Yeah, I mean, dude, pulled out that sword from God knows where. And chop his forehead right after. Yeah, here's the fun thing about Jujutsu Kaisen is that there are lengthy battles in it, but everyone's going for the kill 100% of the time. No one's trying to make any prolonged battles here. Uh, they're constantly trying to kill each other. 
Unless uh, it's a specific condition. Yeah, they're always trying to hit each other as greasy and as hard as possible. And it's, it, I love it. Uh, just such a fun, visceral, anime, like fighting manga. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, as for Fumihiko, I can't wait. Uh, obviously, I can't wait to get into his shit. It's kind of perfect that he's like paired with Megumi because I think that that will just be very funny in and of itself. Um, because he's the stern, serious type. But I don't know. This is very fun. The new sorcerers, for the most part, like the big guys, the named characters that we're introduced to, really are all very interesting. Um, I, I'm very into it, even though we don't know much about them. It's been uh, it's been cool getting getting to know these sorcerers, um, but that's all I gotta say about Jujutsu Kaisen. Brian, uh, do you have any thoughts? Are are you around? Do you want to say some stuff? I liked the chapter. It was very fun. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what? What that be? <laughs> Brilliant commentary, Brian. Uh, I guess with that being said, uh, let's move on. Black Clover. This is Black Clover, chapter 316, slash of the Unchosen. Ooh, that's clean. The Unchosen. Yeah, that's a, that's a clean title. Um, last we left off, Lucifero merged all of the demons into one big super demon that uh, the Black Bulls fought uh, Megazord style with the Black Bulls headquarters. Um, meanwhile, Asta was just chilling outside, uh, summoning Yami's sword and was getting ready to do a thing. Uh, and we cut back to the inside of the mech where um, Asta was like, if Lieb and I try, we might get out, wait, we might be able to get the captains out without hurting them. And everyone immediately is like, we're counting on you at the same time. Um, and Asta is now outside. This is a very cool scene. I, I'll, I'll admit there's a cool moment where um asta is staring into like right at the monster with yami's sword and he's talking to lieb about how we could cut stuff something like that yeah and uh lieb is like yeah we can in order to rescue captain yami in order to avenge lucida we're not letting you into this world and uh yeah and um the the 30 minute interval is up we are introduced to Asta's new, new demon drip. Devil Demon Yeah, this is a cool design. Um, no, that shit is lit. Lots of scars. Like the of it too. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's a cool design. I mean, everything that he's been doing with the union, the union's like designs are really cool. Uh. I'll say that he's he's got an eye for design. Tabata does, uh, and then we have uh, the big thing going, uh, the big demon thing going up like that worm monster from Star Wars, um, and uh, Asta thinks to himself, "We weren't chosen by mana, and so we'll make our own choices." And he brings down his sword, and we get a crazy two-page spread of a just like a big fucking shadow slash cutting the demon completely in half uh vertically and uh it ba- it basically destroys the whole fucking thing uh yami and i guess vengeance fly out um as as yami just starts falling to the ground um Noct can't believe what he's just watching right now <laughs> he's like whoa <laughs> 
I came into this arc talking so much. You what the fuck? I came into this arc talking so much shit, so much shit. And I where did that shit even come from? <laughs> he didn't even see us to do it. He just knew it. He was like, nah. G G. You did this. Nigga <laughs> said you really did this. Young was like. He was saying that from confidence, like, nah, man, this this time, you really, really put us on. Like, last time, like, you don't put us, put the team on your back before Asta, but this time, you put it on your it back. Off to you. Yeah. Your man's over here was like, no fucking way. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. I yeah. was wrong, 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 wrong. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know how real you were. My sincerest <laughs> My, apologies. Oh, I beg your pardon, please. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Okay, so Yami and Noct at the same time say you really did it this time, Asta. A lot of people say the same thing at the same exact time. A lot yeah, of this series. That happened earlier too. And I'm like, Asta was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go do this," and they was like, "Right." They all said the sentence, the same sentence at the same time. And I'm like, come on, guys. (laughs) I gotta go back to that. We're counting on you. At the same time. time. Maybe they're all linked together in the head while they're in the Black Bolt thing. Once every supporting character starts to believe in Asta, they all enter the hive mind of believing in Asta. So, you know, they, they end up saying the same thing, doing the same thing. It's the hive mind of believing in Asta. It's a tough. It's a tough place to fall into. You're in the same. You're the same person now. Um, but yeah, that's what the chapter is. Oh, also, Asta announces that his sword is not only super broken and can cut a giant demon from seventeen miles away. It also <laughs> doesn't cut what I don't want it to cut, which is basically what Zoro is trying to learn right now. Oh, is that what he's? <laughs> yeah. Well, he tried, but they mentioned. Like a great swordsman could cut whatever he wanted, whether it's or and not cut whatever he wanted. True, they did make emphasis about that when the old guy was talking, right? Yeah, and he, yeah, and he's like, "I did that in like twenty five minutes." Fuck you, Zoro. <laughs> <laughs> With the help of my devil friend, I figured it out, Zoro. Fuck is you talking about? <laughs> all right. Obviously, with all this fun I had, this is our RGC for me. Damn. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Well documented that um, I really enjoy Black Clover when it's at its, like, cheesiest. No, not cheesiest per se, but when it... When, when it gets into its groove of its shoniness and and, and and playing to its tropes as far as like, you know, developing the main character and showing the new powers and stuff. It may not be super complex, like I always say, but God damn, is it a fucking show? And this guy can draw. I don't care what you oh, say. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not like, it's not perfect, but I really like his style. Like, and, and I think that's the mark of a really good artist because, you know, it's art is super subjective. But you can see that you can. There is level. You know what I'm saying. He's in a unique level where you know you can look like maybe conventional judgment and just say that, nah, man, I I really enjoy, you know, what I'm seeing in front of me. Like you know that I know that if he made another series, I'm gonna probably get that same vibe. Yeah. 
real quick, just a, just an example. I got that same vibe when I was when we read that one shot of bench from um the, the author of Naruto. Kishimoto. Yeah, Kishimoto. Can't believe I forgot his name. Oof. Like, even though I had nothing to do with ninjas and shit, um, it just it just it just felt fun and bubbly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the same way like Naruto did. Yeah, yeah. And um I think he's he's in that threshold. I like after he's dope and he just cut the boss nigga in half, mm-hmm. easy mode. I mean, you know there's more. Yeah, definitely. But he ended that thing. Like, you know how you go into a video game and there's like the mid-boss? He said, finished. Yeah. Let's, let's move on. Yeah. Get my kudos and, and what's what's next. He's ready for more. He's not satisfied. Yeah. No, I um, I, I agree. I've, I've said it, I think, every week so far. Tabata is probably the most improved artist in in by far for me uh and his art was never bad but it's so good right now you know like he's such a he's, he's such a talented dude uh and yeah this is extremely shonen uh it might i never thought i'd say this but it might be too shonen <laughs> where like the big uh yeah nakama moments where uh all the characters are now saying just the same thing at the same time i'm just like all right i get it but yeah, definitely got a kick out of this chapter. Uh, obviously, one of my favorites of the week. Uh, I I just really enjoyed like the art, if anything. Uh, Asta's new demon drip is fucking awesome. Uh, the progression of the character as well is cool. Like you always love to see Asta just kind of like improve and get better because you know, like he's like a character that's kind of earned it uh, and works really hard. So as much as I I have a very severe love-hate relationship with Asta where I love what he stands for and I love what he's supposed to be. But sometimes he's he's too past the threshold of annoying shonen protagonist for me. But this is one of his better moments uh as 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 happens sometimes, you know. Um but yeah, good chapter. I don't really have much to say. It's a big action chapter. What are you going to do? Yeah. It's a lot of two-page spreads, a lot of big panels just fighting this thing. Um yeah, not much story really to discuss, but it was pretty. It was it was sick, um, and I believe with that being said, uh, let's move on to our final series for the day. Undead Unluck. This is Undead Unluck Chapter Ninety One. Go on and play. Um, last we left off, uh, the forces of Union and Under have teamed up to try and uh, get Fuko inside the core of Spring by. Uh, funneling all their attacks uh, through the go-between that is Andy, uh, just because they can't attack Spring directly, so they'll do it by attacking Andy first and have their attacks pass through him to get to Spring, because uh, that's a fun loophole, I guess. Um, so We get to see uh, Undead get cut up more. Why yeah, not? more blood, more, uh, more sure. gore. Um, so... Rip's uh, blades in the last chapter didn't do much, uh, combined with the tachyon strike from top. So you know they gotta they gotta do some more shit in order to get uh, Fuko way more stuff. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Spring does a counterattack and um, causes Andy to just be shrouded in cherry blossoms. But luckily for them, Undead can just like abandon his body and make a new one. So you know. Uh, Fuko cuts off his head, and they just uh, play the the evading game 
Um, Spring tries to bring more cherry blossoms, but they can't. Dr- he can't draw them out because the samurai lady on Under's team is Yusai, aka Undraw. How uncouth! How <laughs> how uncouth! Um. So yeah, I guess he can't just like draw his attacks now, which is cool. Um. So instead, I guess Spring just like makes a shield of cherry blossoms because if you touch these things, you'll turn into a cherry blossom. So it's best not to get near it. Rip is like, fuck that shit. We'll just cut through the cherry blossoms. And then he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, uh, I think Fuko says that. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Those trees are actual people. And Rip's like, so? That's semantics. It's like, no, there's not, bro. That's like, people. Bro, bro, no, they're people. Yo, you'd be thirsty to do evil shit. Soy man is people. <laughs> Soy the greatest people. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> what class did we see that in? Was that science class? It was probably science class. I don't know who told us. It was in, we'd be in high school. I think it was with Dr. Oprovnik, bro. Hmm. Well, Dr. Oprovnik was never really like a show a movie for a day kind of guy. He wasn't. Nah, maybe it wasn't that. Damn, taking us back to... I seen it at school, bro. <laughs> Damn. Just think you're back. Oh, you're going to put me down memory lane. Let's continue with the chapter. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So at that point, uh, Billy just shouts out uh, because everybody else is gassed. Uh, Billy shouts out to Tatiana. It is like, you're with Billy, ain't you? Stuff that thing in his mouth. <laughs> and <laughs> stuff that thing down his mouth and bring him here quick. That's crazy. <laughs> and um, Billy's like, just staring at Tatiana like, you're still here. You're not You're not going to go. And then Tatiana just shoves, I guess, a biscotti down his throat. <laughs> Some kind of dessert. Yeah, like that's edible. That whole thing is edible because otherwise she just like, I mean, she violated regardless. But like you don't put an inanimate, inedible object it's edible. in another grown man's mouth without permission. It is edible, to be fair. He's just like... It looks like a sweet. Yo, why is Japanese sweet so much cooler than ours? I mean, look how much work (laughs) is into that. I don't know what you're talking about, brother. Ain't nothing better than a good old American (laughs) apple pie. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna say cheesecake or something. A good old American pie. (laughs) <laughs> Pecan and apple pie. Settling up with my apple pie and my football Fuck game. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's revealed that apparently she and Billy made desserts all the time. Um, but after he left, Andy started making desserts all the time. Uh, so he's like. I lied and I told, she's like, I lied and I told him they were good, but none of them could beat yours. That's why I want you to come back so we can make desserts again. Uh, and, um, I did heard that. I was like, yo, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So, like, um, they were bad. <laughs> I don't want to make them. <laughs> yeah, the fuck? Yeah. So he's like, I wanted to make them, but you betrayed us for being weak. 
So top Chikara and I got way stronger. <laughs> I forgot that is why he betrayed them, right? He just weren't <laughs> yeah. strong enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you're not strong enough to kill God, so we can't be friends. <laughs> my, my standards for friendship are high. Uh, you got to be able to kill gods to roll with me. Uh, Maybe yay high. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, we got all big and strong, so you can come and join us. So I guess all I'm asking is... Will you come back and fight with us? And she's actually crying through her robot. Her robot is crying, so like the metal is like bending around like a tear is building up in the metal. Uh, I, giant eyeball. Yeah, it's cute. Kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, but I found it cute. Good. Why not? <laughs> and then uh, Billy gets on one knee and he says, "Like oh. you're all strong. None of you is running away from your fates. You're all doing what you need to do." So I can't afford to run away either. Otherwise, that would be unfair, wouldn't it? And he slicks back his the hair. Reverse Aizen. Yo. <laughs> Usually, when somebody slicks back their hair, they turn into a real dick. <laughs> but Billy is doing the reverse. He's like, and uh, Tatiana's like, "You can't come back." And he's like, "No, because that's what I need to do. So I simply won't come back." But I'll help you guys, uh, basically. And um, basically, he he links up with Andy, and then now they have two undeads, basically, to funnel attacks through, plus other abilities like unbalance. So Billy uses his uh, unbalance to rip the cherry blossom uh, shield off of Spring, and then Andy uses his giant blood blade cool technique uh, down on um, on Billy and through Billy. Uh, he is able to cut Spring directly in half to the core, allowing Fuko to jump in to the core and play with Spring. Um, in a big two-page spread, that is pretty cool. We have two characters doing diagonals, uh, I mean, vertical slashes downward uh, to uh, defeat their enemies. Um, both of them... Another bigger Sarashu! Ooh, bigger Sarashu! And, uh, yeah, and Fuko goes into play with Spring, and that's through the end of the chapter. This was the uh, okay. audience voted RGC first. Certified, certified RGC. RGC. Certified RGC. And if you guys want to cast your vote, follow us at New Jump City on Twitter. And uh, we put the poll up every week uh, on Sundays, a couple hours maybe after the chapters are out on the official Viz release on Sundays. So hit us up on Twitter. And uh, vote in the poll. But, uh, yeah, this was uh, what the audience chose. Uh, a pretty modest one, honestly. Uh, we, To be fair, we only had, like, two votes for this. And uh, it was 100% of the vote. Nobody voted for anybody else. Uh, Whoa! Body bag! Well, two people voted. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, so, yeah, cast your vote. Maybe next week uh, we'll have more parody. But, I, honestly, I don't blame them. This was a fun chapter to read. And uh, I feel a little more uh, enthused by this chapter going over it than I did initially reading it. Uh, we mentioned that last week that uh, Undead and Luck is going through like this weird plateau where it's not necessarily as exciting as it was before, but you know what? There's still cool moments like this one. Uh, yeah. I, I do this thing every now and then because whenever I sense like something's off in a series, I go to check the rankings of how it's going and, and jump. Um, uh. There's two things I noticed. Uh, Black Clover is one of the people, one of the series, kind of inching towards the bottom. Uh, what? Yeah. And Undead Unluck 
I think is only slightly above Black Clover in the what? Like, bottom it's third. Above Black Clover. Yeah, and I've noticed that's a trend with Undead and Luck uh, lately, where Undead and Luck has been kind of uh, trending towards the bottom for a couple weeks now. I don't think it's canceled. It's sliding. Yeah, I don't think it's canceled, but I do think uh, when that happens, like I feel like no other artist has been really affected by, to my knowledge, by the rankings and and his position on the rankings and the artist of Undead and Luck. Um, we've seen it early on in the series where it feels like we fast forward th- through a lot of things to get to Billy's betrayal. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and I feel like this is a little bit might be what hap- what's happening now because there's a lot of individual battles teased that we're suddenly not getting. Um, yeah, so, it, a um, lot of a lot of finality. I mean, Billy's switching now. Yeah, I don't think it's canceled, but I think like. He he's he he's periodically had to get his ass into gear uh a lot for some reason. Um well he gets he's undead unluck middles between like the middle of the pack to the end. Uh so I guess he has reason, but you know, we've always been a fan of Undead Unluck here. Um and when it's allowed to just kind of chill and take its time, it's a very fun series to read uh overall. Yeah. Whatever happens with I mean, Und- even when they're rushing, it's still Yeah, it's still fun, solid. You know? And whatever happens with Undead Unluck, uh, I would read this guy's stuff again. Like if he came out with a new series, I I hope they keep him around because he's obviously a talented dude. He makes fun series. Uh, this was a good one. I enjoyed it. The two page spread at the end was really cool. Um, oh yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's something I wanted to bring up. Go for so you it. finish giving me your last. Oh yeah, that, I mean that was um, those are my overall thoughts. I just wanted to share this kind of process I do with series that I have uh, a twang of uh, of concern about. <laughs> um, but go for it. Okay, a little, fun little segment before we end off this podcast. Um, who did it better? Okay, <laughs> Big Slashu, Big Slashu edition. edition. Yes, 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 yes. So you know. Um, basically, if we, you know, because of the nature of manga, and since we're reading Shonen Jump, and there's a lot of Shonen series, they're bound to, you know, overlap with, you know, with fighting and action scenes, and sometimes, you know, you'll see similar moves come out. So with this, I have two screenshots of, um, big final slash moves. I'm sure that you are, are, you know, you have me in mind. We have the, from... Um, Asta out of Black Clover, the Demon Slasher Infinite Slash Equinox. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's the picture for that one. Bang, bang, bang. Bang. I'll put it up here as well. Why not? Ta-da! I'll put it there, wherever it goes. There. Sinashu! <laughs> Sinashu! Right, right. Okay, okay. And then from uh, the series we just finished covering, Undead Unlocked, it's not. It's not as clean as a two-page, but the context between, uh, you know, the context with the panels in, um, on the sides, you know, add to the overall uh, picture. So I think it's a, it's cool to call it just a two-page spread. Yeah, it is a two-page spread. I'm all of that. But you can see how Billy touches the slash and yeah. makes it an unmoved present. Yeah. Very nice strategy involved. So, okay. I'm going to start this off and then... You two, you two guys can go. And if, whenever you guys want me to bring up a panel, you let me know. And I'll bring it right to my screen. So, um, in my opinion, 
black clovers looks nicer. I think it. I, I I like the art style a bit more. Um, I think it's very clean and it's super duper decisive. Like and we are, and we've definitely seen that after the results of what happened, so that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, also the momentum building up to it, where he you know created his new special form using the sword of Yami to free Yami. I'm taking all that. Oh, you gotta take the, the context. So the leading into it, yeah, all of that. So. With just pan, you know, with that that panel versus the other. Now with Undead Unluck, I think the strategy involved going into it was really really dope. Whereas with Black Clover, it was none at all. I mean, they got Billy to finally stop being a dickhead. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, it helped real quick to bust open the super sturdy spring that's been you know that's that may very well be the end boss. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As far as his big bad tough form, yeah. Uh, so and it's dope, you know, Andy. I mean, just because I think Black Clover's art is a little bit better doesn't mean it wasn't outstanding. I mean, that looks like a heavy slash, like a painful one. You can see the the the, the hurt yeah. in his face and all of that. You see the blood splattering out of uh your boy. You know, it, it's really lit. Um, but it, so yeah, it's really really tough. But I had to edge it to uh, Black Clover and Aspen. Yeah. With this Equinox Slash. Oof. This, <laughs> this is a tough one. Uh, they're both fucking I'm rad. Show it. Um, I'm going to give mine to Undead and Luck. I think Black Clover, oh, I think Tabata's art was technically like technically the best one. Uh but for me, I don't know. I guess like I like there's a um, bit of a stylization to Undead Unlucks uh, art for first and foremost. I, I I just dig it at all. Like the perspective of it, the the visceralness of the created great creativity of the slash. Um, Asta's is more badass, I think, in terms of just like the scale of power and the background and all that stuff. Like the end result, and it might be the stronger slash. But I think. <clears throat> As uh, as I guess an illustration, uh, I think Undead and Luck might have a more dynamic, uh, and fun illustration for me. But right, there is a lot going on. I really do like it. Um, I I I feel like in my decision, it was for sure more of a preference thing for me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I just like the 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 atmosphere surrounding it. But this was really dope. I mean. Even me putting it up against something like Asta's final move. This oh, was just yeah. a creative, ha, got you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I bet you <laughs> wasn't thinking about this. Gotcha. I hit, Billy, hit Billy's fingers, but he still, you know, synergized. That was, that was sick, man. You know, I, I, hate, I hate to do it to them. I hate to do it to them. I feel like this was, <laughs> it was like talent versus hard work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, it's tough. It's definitely hard. I'll give you yeah, that. Really but please, hey, if you guys are in the comments and watching. Yeah, yeah. You guys vote too. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Please, I can give an explanation. Or you can just write it down. That'd be dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you want, hit us up, uh, whether it's in the comments or uh, the email, newdripcitypod at gmail.com. Tweet at us either, whatever. However you want to communicate us with us. All of our socials are up there. So let us know. Um, and I think that's it, right? We, uh, we could close this out. Brian, yeah. if Brian has an opinion on this, I don't know. You, you don't have to get so in depth, but if you just. Say which picture you like more. Look, 
Uh, I liked Undead Unlocks more. Yeah! <laughs> so I'm, Undead Unlocked wins two to one. See, that's the beauty of having three people on a pot. Because it's always a decisive uh, There's always a decisive you know, vote. Unless someone pushes out and doesn't, <laughs> and doesn't vote. No one's, no one's allowed to pussy out. No uh, one. But, all right. The unwritten rules. Yeah. Well... I guess that's it. Uh, with that being said, I suppose we should close this out. Uh, that has been our show. I suppose so too. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh is at JD Cole underscore thirty seven on Instagram and at NY Chillin on Twitter. Brian is at b.esp on Twitter and Instagram. Follow him at its punchline uh, twitch.tv slash its punchline to watch him play video games. He's a fun boy to watch play video games. So check him out. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll where you guys get to vote on what your favorite chapter is and we announce the results on the show. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. We do have an upcoming week off of Jump uh, in two weeks. We have this week coming out and then the week after that there will be no Jump. Uh, so if you guys have any idea for us, uh, anything you guys want us to do that's special and fun, let us know in the comments or email us at newjumpcitypod@gmail.com and we'll, we'll do it. Uh, subscribe to us. Give us a like on YouTube. Uh, follow, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you prefer audio-only podcasts, we are on all those platforms. And all of those platforms have every single episode on the show. Every uh, single episode. Because we uh, ran into a little copyright snafu uh, <laughs> with our first initial channel. So we started out with seventy episode 75 on this chapter, uh, on this channel. So we have the other 74 episodes all on iTunes uh, for you to check out. Um, so subscribe to us there. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you soon, New Jump Citizens. Peace out.